Hi, this is Damon Pistolka, host of the Faces of Business, where I talk with interesting people sharing life and business experiences to entertain, engage, build community, and provide information to help others succeed. If you're interested in learning more about one of our guests or how we are helping business owners generate wealth and build businesses they can sell or succeed at Exit Your Way, you can find more information on our website, ExitYourWay.com, or by contacting me directly, Damon at ExitYourWay.com. I hope you enjoy the show. All right, everyone. Welcome once again to the Faces of Business. Man, am I excited today because with me, I've got Monty Clark from Abound Social. Monty, thanks for being here today, man. My pleasure, brother. It's great, great to be with you. Oh, this is fun. Never done it before. Monty's never been a guest on the show. I've, I'm excited because we're going to talk a little bit about LinkedIn. And, uh, and but, well, first of all, this is going to be the best dang live stream ever That's i know right, we put well. a lot of lot of a lot of expectations up on the board by saying that but when you threw that out in the beginning hey we gotta go down with it we don't have to pull any punches i'll just let nope. it be raw nope let's do that let's do that <laughs> so monty you hail from the mecca of marketing kansas city yes so first of all nothing related to business are you a baseball fan or a football fan there with your teams there i'm mostly a football fan i mean i i was i'm a i'm a bandwagon baseball fan honestly so (laughs) when the royals were doing really well and winning the world series i was all over it but you know (laughs) yep yeah i'm mostly football very good. Very good. Well, that's the first stadium I ever went to a professional football game with. Is it really? I think I was, I think I was like 13. My my father and my my cousins had uh, season tickets there for many. I think they might even still have them. And it's got to be like 40 years now. Uh, wow. And I was, I was 13, 14 years old. My dad and mom packed up our whole family and brought us down. I got three brothers and a sister, so there was a bunch of us. Yeah. We went to a game down there and went to a baseball game. So it was the first stadium mm-hmm. I ever saw a baseball game, too, because they're right side by side. Yeah, totally. And you guys had had a heck of a run, too, with the with the uh, the new quarterback you guys had and the rest oh, of the yeah. team. You just had a really good team. So it's been a, I bet it's been a lot of fun being there. Yeah, you know, it is. It's been fun. Um, I'll tell you what. I mean, you went one of the easily top five stadiums that you can go to. I mean, in the NFL, I mean, the, yeah. the crowd, it's like going to a college game, you know, yeah. how, how the crowd is there. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I don't get to go to a lot of the games really, especially now with Mahomes. you know, yeah. the prices are astronomical, but still fun to watch. Yeah, that's for sure. So when you, when you think about, um, marketing let's take it let's take a bit let's take a step back because i'm looking through your history looking through your background and there's there's a couple things that have you've been in sales and marketing for quite a while so let's yeah. tell, tell us a little bit about your background and 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 how you really evolve or how you really became where you're at today or your decisions to get you here yeah i um right out of college i went into i was a freelance designer so okay. I, I was doing design work, um, 
that kind of quickly evolved as I was doing project-based stuff into companies wanting me to help them more on the strategy. You know, what's the strategy behind what we're doing and stuff. So uh, all of my marketing and sales experience came just real world practice, right? So okay. watching, watching what works, watching what people are doing. Um, over the years have worked with all kinds of brands. I've worked with McDonald's and Coke and, you know, all kinds of different project related stuff. But, um, my real passion for marketing has started probably about 15 years into my career, you know, where it, it morphed from just doing project-based stuff to really working on strategies for companies and helping them. You know, once the internet kind of blossomed, uh, the big website craze, you know, evolved into SEO. And so I really focused on SEO for a period of time and helping people get views and stuff to their websites, trying to make them websites more effective. Um, had a LinkedIn account for a long time, never really did anything with it. Like a lot of people, you know, I only had, mm -hmm. I don't know, maybe 501 connections or something like that. Um, I'll fast forward a little bit to save boredom, but went to, um, I, I was VP of marketing for a local company here in Kansas city. And, um, Promises made, not kept. I So I left that, decided I'm going to start back into my own company again. And um, decided I'm going to use LinkedIn. I'm going to try and make LinkedIn work for myself. If I can make it work for myself, maybe I can turn it into a business and make it work for some other people. So I initially started posting on a daily basis about SEO and um, spent about the first six months talking with people about SEO and started to figure out the algorithm and what they're, what LinkedIn was doing, uh, what was successful, what would get engagement to posts and content. So I was focused really on the marketing side of LinkedIn and um, wrote, wind up writing a book about it within a year, mm -hmm. started writing a book about how LinkedIn works, what you can do with it and how you can actually build a business with it. So yeah. that, that went really well still out on Amazon. You can still go out and get a copy of it. Um, it's called Mastering LinkedIn. But um, from that, once I started figuring out how I can make it work for myself, then I launched into trying to teach other people how to do it. Mm -hmm. And um, it, it eventually evolved to the point where I uh, met my current business partner and uh, Isaac Anderson. He's here in Kansas City as well. And he was focused more on the sales end. So I had a, a machine, if you would, built for the marketing aspect of yeah. LinkedIn. And, and he was focusing on more of the sales. And just through, and the funny thing is, we were introduced, we're in each other's backyard, but we were introduced by Judy Hayes, who lives in New York City. Uh -huh. <laughs> he introduced us both on LinkedIn, right? Yeah. So, I mean, that just shows power of LinkedIn, really. But, um, you know, LinkedIn is such a phenomenal tool because it perfectly marries marketing and sales. And so if you can figure out how to do those together, then you can really build any business in the B2B space using LinkedIn. And, and it's mm -hmm. unlike any other platform. So we put the companies together. We call it a bound social. 
and oops, over here, we call it about social and um, the rest is history. I mean, we've been growing and and everything has been uh, working really well, helping a lot of people uh, not only learn it, but also build their companies. Yeah. Ah, very cool. Very cool. So as you as you've gone through this, I got some I got some questions because, you know, there's the thing that I think that is it's funny when you when you talk to someone that uh, in starting a business or going through things, they're like, oh, this and that. And, you know, and, and, and they, you always hear about the, the, the good things, you know, and, yeah. and they really don't really don't understand some of the some of the trials and, and challenges you really face running a business. And mm -hmm. um, so what was one of the first things you learned as you started down this road, trying to build a business on LinkedIn? Thinking back to that. It's hard. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's not, I mean, it's not easy. It's um, LinkedIn is a fantastic tool, but it's really all it is. I mean, mm -hmm. you can, you know, it's, it's not a hammer. You can't use it. <laughs> there's not yeah. just one use for it. Right. I mean, there's, there's so much to LinkedIn and there's so many different things that you can learn, but your basic business principles still apply. And, um, one thing that I had to learn over time is that LinkedIn is like a live networking event. It's not a lead list. Mm -hmm. And that's where most people go wrong. They treat LinkedIn like it's um, some kind of a lead list. And they get too transactional in their approach. But what it really is, is, an, is a relationship funnel. And the more relationships mm -hmm. you can establish and nurture and the more likability that you can create around yourself and your own personal brand, they say, you know, the better you're going to do. And it, and it does take time, but it doesn't have to take an extensive amount of time. Mm -hmm. If you have the right strategy and if you work the platform, um, like it's a live networking event and you have the right strategy around the content and the messaging that you, that you're doing combined with the right approach for your outreach, then those activities will compound month over month. And in time, you will build a very consistent, steady growth business, right? Mm -hmm. But most people don't give themselves enough runway and they wind up getting transactional really fast. And, you know, in 2019, sales changed, uh, or 2020 rather, sales changed because nobody, you know, the whole country locked down, nobody was able to do business. So what happened was the old traditional, you know, cold outreach prospecting hit LinkedIn. Yeah. So it was just connect and pitch, connect and pitch. So everybody's getting pitched left and right. So now it's, you know, to, to do today, what you could do pre 2020 or at the beginning of 2020 is significantly more challenging because everybody is weary of the pitch. Yeah, I'm writing that down. Mm -hmm. Everyone is wary of the pitch. Well, and yeah, I feel it. You know I feel it every time. Every time someone connects with me, once it sends me a connection request, it's like, oh, it, 
and and you know there's some of them you know right you you can tell from the connection request message uh, that you are going to get pitched and and i honestly i connect with some of those people to see what's going to come next yeah yeah because yeah. you want to see what's going to come next because you never yeah, know what gonna do. Hey, yeah could be the best could be the best one you've ever seen you're like wow maybe i learned something so the and uh, Gail Robertson said it said it best when she coined the term. I get pitch slapped every day. Yeah. <laughs> you know, she just get the pitch slap. But you know, uh, the thing of it is, nowadays, even asking to meet with somebody or do a Zoom call or something is also seen as a pitch. Yeah. So yeah. even even getting too close too fast, right, yeah. is hard to do. So you, yeah. yeah, you got to take a different approach. Well, and I've I've done before sent sent people uh, that I loosely know messages on on like when we have free webinars to attend and like hey what are you bothering me for I'm like mm -hmm. well I looked at your business I thought you'd you know and then yeah. they're okay because then as soon as you send a follow up message say hey this is why I thought and then and they realize that you actually read their profile and you understand why they sent it then it's always it's a little bit better in some cases and some people are, I guess, smart enough. They don't need any help ever. So, or need to meet anybody else, but that's, <laughs> it's, you know, there are those people. So yeah. it is interesting yeah. though. And you're, you're right. It did change an awful lot. Um, so what's the worst message that you've seen sent to you? Uh, the worst messages I always see are people who are just trying to sell me my own services. You know, um, <laughs> yeah. and it's just what, but here's, what's funny about it. I help people build business on LinkedIn. So part of that is lead generation, right? Yeah. So if I'm, if that's what I do and you don't, you're just sending me an automated message. My, in my mind, I'm always saying, why in the world would anybody use your services? Okay. Because you're scamming everybody about this and you're not even using the platform as it can be or as it should be used to develop any relationships around it. You're just going for the off chance that somebody is desperate enough to say, yeah, I'll do it. Mm -hmm. You know? So I already, it's just funny because it's, you know, I already know that they're not going to be effective with that because they're not, a, they're sending the, you know, who would potentially be a competitor you know, yeah. the same message asking for me to be a client. So yeah. those are always the, there. it always cracks me up. I always respond to them, you yeah. know, that's saying yeah. I can show them a better way to do their own business. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good. I, I actually had someone, someone, uh, I guess if, if you could call them a competitor, but they sent us, sent me a, a industry specific thing. Um, had no idea that I didn't have a, a, a business in the industry I work in and, and went through and it's still going. I think it's, I think we're into like week three or four of, of, of cadence that they're, they're doing, but it's interesting to see what's, what some companies spend a lot of money on. Yeah. It is interesting. It's, it blows my mind really. Yeah. 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 So as you, when you got on LinkedIn, first of all, do you remember? Do you, you know off the top of your head what the day was, the the year was you got on LinkedIn? May nineteenth, twenty nineteen, 
Oh, really? You got on 2019. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you started in 2019 and then you started your business in 2019. Holy buckets. Yes. I started my business in May of 2019. You know, we rolled around to 2020 and the world shut down. Yeah. But, you know, honestly, it actually helped my business. I, yes. I was just one of the fortunate ones because um, my business was all about LinkedIn and helping mm-hmm. people to do what everybody was jumping on LinkedIn, hoping that they could do. Yeah. So we we actually had a pretty substantial growth period. In nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, let's talk about that. Do you think that the traditionalists have learned mm-hmm. anything from it? Do you think they're they're just saying all oh, LinkedIn was good while we had COVID and we were shut down? But it's we're moving away from that. Do you think that they've learned that or that that it's 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 part of what we should be doing or? I think that most, um, I think that if you are younger, like the younger generation of mm-hmm. people that are users that are on LinkedIn that are in sales, pick it up and believe in it and are successful with it. Okay. I think the older generation like us and above um, or later who are just pick up the phone, you know, just pick up the phone and call people. That, that's the approach that they take to LinkedIn. And what they say is LinkedIn doesn't work. Well, it doesn't work with that process. And, yeah. and they're right. But it's, it's just like anything. If you're not willing to learn a new process and if you're not willing to learn a new technology, it'll never work for you and you'll get left behind. Mm-hmm. So, you know, what we find a lot when we work with corporate accounts is that Anytime we can um, find a client who has, or a potential client, who has a sales leader that understands relationship building, then they're going to, we can work with them. They're going to be successful because they're going to look at the right KPIs. Anytime we have somebody that's stuck in an old school sales process of cold outreach um that's transactional they will never be successful and what we've found is that you know they're not really successful even in their current those businesses are usually somewhat struggling or not growing Mm -hmm. as quickly as they could be because they're still stuck trying to use an old system that's not working and the only reason that they're successful is it is they're just going by sheer volume but the amount yeah. of opportunity that they leave on the table is astronomical. Yeah. So. Yeah. Cause there, I mean, it's just like, if you look at any cold outreach campaign, you know, mm-hmm. you got a very low percentage, but if I, if I go, if I got a point, a half a percent and I call a hundred thousand people, I know I'm going to get this many. And if, you know, but yeah. there's the, the, the other, if the, if the total buying population in that is, is, you know, 3% want to buy at any given time, Mm -hmm. you know, not that you're trying to shoot for that, but over time, how much of those, how many of those people would buy is a much higher percentage. And it's, uh, you can take your time and build a much better, uh, a much better um, pipeline. Yeah. Pipeline of people that want to talk to you. Well, you know, um, most companies, you can always tell 
a company that is stuck in an old school sales process because they'll just go get some kind of automation yeah and that their sales team will just only be engaged in automated messages that are primarily transactional and those are the ones that you get hit in your um in your inbox on a daily basis people that are wanting yeah. to connect with you and all of a sudden it's just at, you know three messages in it's just that immediate pitch yeah so um the reason why and and we will not work with those mm -hmm. those companies because you know 95 percent of the market this is a fact okay 95 percent of your market's not going to be ready to buy today Mm -hmm. So if your approach to LinkedIn is, I got to go find the 5% who are, what you're actually doing is you're finding 5% of people who are already in the process of comparing providers. So now you're into a price match, right? You haven't developed a relationship at all. So you're down to price comparison. And what you have done, if you if you take the transactional approach, the, that remaining 95%, you're going to lose that opportunity. Because the minute you get pitchy with them, they're not going to want to do business with you. They're not even going to want to talk to you, right? So it's very difficult to go in and start a relationship with somebody after you've pitched them. Mm -hmm. To your point, you know, you've got to come back and go, well, I've looked at your profile and I've done, you know, all these different things. But most people lose that opportunity. And they don't take the time to invest in the relationship where if you have a company or if you have an individual and they look at LinkedIn as a relationship funnel, it's how many people, it's how many people that can you connect with in your target market that you can put into the top of that relationship funnel. Understand where, you know, the opportunity is to understand where they are in their buyer's journey. And you can't force somebody through that buyer journey. It's their own journey. They take mm -hmm. it on their own, right? But you can get in the middle of it and then you can nurture them through it. And when you do that, you're establishing relationships, you're solving problems, and they will do business with you. It's just a matter of time when they will, right? Mm -hmm. So anybody that can do that with LinkedIn is going to be successful and they're going to build a business and they're going to build a big business, a successful one. Because if you're doing that month over month, you're continually putting people in that top of that funnel. You're continually trying to get in the middle of that buyer journey and sift them through into conversation face to face like this, to where then that's where business is done. No business is done on LinkedIn. All business is done off platform when you have a conversation like this. Mm -hmm. Just how can you make that happen? Yeah, it's it's really surprising to me how many people think that you're going to close business on LinkedIn. Well, you can't swipe and, and, a credit card. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but they they think they're going to, you know, get it yeah. as close as you can and and really yeah. it is about because like you said, it's a live networking event. Mm -hmm. It's meeting people. It's how many people it, it's how many, how many good people do you talk to a week that are, that are, you know, potentially could introduce you to the next person could potentially be a, 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 yeah. a customer or something works out right down the road and mm -hmm. just to figure out where they're at, because 
honestly, if you're if you're in business, I mean, okay. I I don't know if I'm going to use the wrong words probably, but if you're if you've been in business a while, you're going to be picky. And I know I'm not using the right words, but you should understand who your perfect client is, right? Kurt yeah. Anderson, knee, knees down, sure. right? Knees down. Mm-hmm. So we get if you get a call from somebody that's outside of your industry, but you know they're honestly they need some help or something. You can be talking to them, but you're going to talk to a lot of people that aren't going to be could aren't going to be a fit. You could potentially help in other ways and move them to to the help they need. Help they need, uh, you know. It's there's just so much about like you, you said, it's a live networking event to meet people, understand where they're at, help them out if you can. And and, you know, that that comes around in time. One hundred percent. In fact, I just had a we had a client and um, that we had signed up a few weeks ago and um, it became very apparent that they actually needed to work with somebody who is technically one of our competitors Mm -hmm. because they were better suited to to take care of that client than we were. And I made the connection with our competitor and I said, this is our client, but they're more better suited to work with you. I'm going to hand them over to you. Mm -hmm. And they, they did a call together, said, yep, it's a fit. Let's work together. So, I mean, those those types of things um, should be happening all the time. You know, we're a community. We should be able yeah. to help grow each other's businesses. Yeah. And there's enough for everybody. You know, there's 900, almost 900 million people on LinkedIn right now. Yes. So yes. if you can't find the right people to do business with, you're just doing it wrong. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, and it's, and it's people say, well, it's not my mark, you know, people in my market aren't here and it's just not, not true. That's the, that's the funniest thing that I hear ever people let people say, oh, my market's not on LinkedIn. Oh yeah. Then you do a sales navigator search or just a basic search on LinkedIn and you find a million of them. Yeah. Oh, well, they're not active. Oh yeah. (laughs) They are, you know. Every single market that's in B2B, right, is on LinkedIn. And Mm -hmm. markets who are not B2B are on LinkedIn. Yeah. Yeah. So. And I'm amazed. I'm amazed, too, because I think I started posting five days a week. I don't I don't post on the weekends unless I'm just screwing around and doing something. I post five days a week and I started in late 2019. And I'll tell you, I am amazed at the people that I haven't talked to for 10 years and I'll see them and they'll say, I see you post your posts all the time on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you're in, you're in Houston. Haven't talked to you in 10 years. You're in business in Houston, which is good. And you're seeing my stuff. I said, that's kind of cool. <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's just like people say you're not on there. They are. People are on there. Oh, I yeah. That, I mean, uh, I, there's we call them lurkers. There's more lurkers on LinkedIn than anything else. Right. And yeah, there's um, like we had a client. Um, we were working with him on posting and four weeks into working with us, he came back and he said, I went to dinner last night and my waiter said, hey, you're that guy on LinkedIn. 
I see your posts all the time. <laughs> nice. So, I mean, nice. the waiter. But yeah. Everybody's on LinkedIn. And yeah. the opportunity there is pretty substantial. Yeah. So, you know, one of the things I thought about before we talked is, is it would have been interesting if we could somehow pull up LinkedIn from 15 years ago. <laughs> and just look at it back then. Yeah. Because I actually, I looked at my date today because I was going to ask you. I, I signed up in 2005. And I, I probably had, you know, three connections for 10 years. Mm -hmm. But uh, it's it's interesting to see how this platform has really changed. And, and just, I mean, when you think about just in the past few years, the live streaming the the videos how the videos have been integrated into it and the creator thing now and and um there's just so many different ways to get great content out to engage with people you know share good information uh -huh. i just i just i wonder what are some of the things that you think are coming up for linkedin that would be really cool uh well let me tell you something real quick um, yeah, I've got some friends in Silicon Valley and I'm, I have one friend who was one of the first 100 people on LinkedIn. Wow. When it launched. Yeah. He has over 300,000 followers. Mm -hmm. Right. <clears throat> when he posts. He will not get any engagement at all. Yep. Okay. So the size of your network is not really um, a factor. It can mm -hmm. be. It can mm -hmm. be. But my point is, um, way back when, when LinkedIn launched, all the way up to when Microsoft bought it out, it was super easy to get connections. Um, and, and that's what he told me too. It's just like, oh, people are just connecting with everybody. It was just, you know, you just, that's what you did. You just mm -hmm. made connections. That's what it was for. Well, it's very hard to get connections now, mm -hmm. you know, um, and LinkedIn has made it that way. <clears throat> I think that, uh, and I should say Microsoft has made it that way. I think Microsoft came in and they understood the value of what valuable networks are, right? So they limited, they significantly limited your ability to make those connections. And now people, if you work LinkedIn, you've got to be pretty focused about, you know, working LinkedIn for the right people. Mm -hmm. What I think will be coming down the road, um, <clears throat> you know, there are always, you know, they're there to make money. Yes. So I think they're going to be adding to their paid features with sales navigator. They made huge improvements to sales navigator this year. Um, I think they'll continue to do that. I think it's going to continue to get more, more and more uh, CRM, you yeah. know, related. I think that ultimately at some point, they'll probably compete with all these CRMs. 
Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I honestly think that's their biggest opportunity. I think they don't do it now. Uh, because I think they would have problems with it, but yeah. I think that's definitely where it's going. Um, you know, I, I, quite honestly, all these platforms are kind of the same. Mm -hmm. But I do think as Web3 and the metaverse and stuff like that, I think they'll probably be launching into more virtual spaces and stuff like that. Um, I could see them moving groups into more of a metaverse style, you know, scenario where you can be a part of a, a virtual group like that. That might actually put some life back into them. I think it'd be pretty cool, actually. Yeah, I yeah. do, too. I think that would be cool. So I think it'll yeah. take them a long time. And yeah. and they don't, you know, the thing about LinkedIn is they don't usually come up with their own you know, they're not first yeah. in the water. <laughs> it, is, it is. It is Microsoft. I mean, it, they, is. They, it totally is. They, they, they buy like a gazillion uh, innovative companies and then just fold them in. That's what no they do. No doubt about it. You know, yeah. and they all, they, they kind of like sit back and wait to see what works. And they're like, okay, we'll take, we'll try that. That's, that's why you've now got, you know, all of your uh, voice meetings like clubhouse, you know, uh, <laughs> The clubhouse came along, then Twitter, Instagram, they're, you know, they're all incorporating it. And like a year later, LinkedIn goes, well, oh, maybe we should do clubhouse. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. Type stuff. It, it's going to fail too. I mean, I don't, yeah, they're acting like they're going to pour more into it, but you know, nobody wants to sit on voice calls for hours. So yeah, we used to, we did that already for decades. Exactly. <laughs> and decided we didn't like it. And <laughs> the only thing is, the only thing I do have to say that uh, people talk about getting Zoom fatigue. And I understand when you're on it, I mean, I'm on it a lot all day long uh, uh, on, on video calls. But it's weird talking on the phone now without seeing somebody. Totally. totally. <laughs> Isn't it? I mean, or is it just me? Because it's like, it's like someone wants to talk to me on the phone. I'm like, what? Yeah. Yeah. What the phone? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What the phone? There you go. I mean, yeah. If I'm, if I'm out someplace and can't, can't do a video call, maybe. Does, but... it, does it also drive you nuts when you start a Zoom call and somebody refuses to turn on their camera? Yeah. That, that's funny. Too. I'm, so, I'm like, now these, these days, I'll like, I'll wait a second. I'll wait a second before I turn on my camera. And then I'll go, oh, sorry, I forgot to turn on my camera. And it usually prompts them to turn theirs on too, you know, but it's just like, <laughs> it's, yeah. I've had those calls where you're sitting on the camera and they're seeing you and you can't see them. And it just seems un it's unfair. I'm like, yeah. you get yeah. to, you get to see this part of communication. I don't get to see yours. So it's not fair. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and that's tricky too. Cause I'll tell you, it's tricked me more than once that, that I haven't been thinking about it because I don't see a face and, and yes, look at me. I'm older. I do have opinions. I'll roll my eyes or something. You know, like I go like, like this or something, <laughs> and I forget that they're on the phone. You know, somebody says something really stupid. It's like that. You know, <laughs> it's like, oh exactly. God, what did I just do? <laughs> but it's fair game but if you're not going to be on the phone. Yeah, no, I guess. I guess it camera, is. But, 
but you know, it's, it is, it is interesting though, how this has really changed and, and, and the way LinkedIn has integrated the lives and stuff. I mean, there's, there's a, a vibrant community of people that are, that are really getting some good. I mean, you, you talk about industry specific shows, you look at like, uh, uh, Chris Lukey or, or Will Healy or some of these people that are, Oh, I'm a robotics person, or I'm in this part of manufacturing or something. And I see some, I, cause I'm around manufacturing. That's what I know. And, you know, they're really doing some, you know, showing the new technology, showing implementation, yeah. you know, examples of things. And man, it's, it's really, it's incredible what somebody can learn. If you just want to take the time to, to seek the right people out. No doubt about it. I mean, there's experts in literally any niche on this platform. Yeah. You know, and, and if you want to find the expert in the niche, just, just search the hashtag for, yeah. you know, whatever industry it is. And you'll ultimately find somebody who's posting on a daily or regular basis and they'll teach you everything. I mean, it's yeah. amazing. Yep. I'm writing that down. Cause I do need to look at more industry hashtags. I don't do that enough. Yeah. It's a good so, way to go. Good way to find yeah. people. Yeah. So I got to ask you that I've got questions written down here. I'm getting over here. So, um, what are some of the things that you do daily on LinkedIn? Uh, you want my daily routine? Oh, if that's, if you want to share your daily routine, that's fine. Or, you know, high yeah. points of it, whatever you want to talk about. So I, I've gotten to the point now where I just, I don't um, store up my content, right? I don't write it ahead of time. Uh -huh. um, it just, it just kind of naturally comes to me now. So I will, um, I'll post Monday through Friday like you. I don't typically post on the weekends either just because I'm on social media all day, every day. So yeah. I need to have a break, right? I'm, yeah. I need to put it down. And my grass gets way too high. So, yeah. I, <laughs> so you know, life has to come back into play. You have a family. I do. Enough I do. Said. So I'll, um, I will typically have my post live by 7.30 every morning, Central Standard Time. And, um, and that's important, right? You need to be there at the same time. You need to be consistent. So whatever yeah. you're going to do, be consistent with it, post it at the same time. So I will post, I will sit for an hour and I will engage other people's content on the platform for from 7.30 to 8.30 every day. And I'll find new people. And then I have a lot of people that engage me on a regular basis, yourself, who... Um, I like to go and engage those people on a daily basis as well. So that's how you build up, you know, what they call the tribe, right? Your, mm -hmm. your group of people who you appreciate their content. They're there all the time and you're just engaging one another. So I'll do that from 7.30 to 8.30. I'll typically have calls. I have all my calls mostly start at nine o'clock. These days it's, back to back until five. But in between calls, um, I will go respond to whatever LinkedIn notifies me about, whether somebody is putting comments, you know, on my content, or I'll jump in and um, then go find, like if I'm a, on a call with a new prospect, 
um, after the call, I'll go find their profile and find content that they have and I'll engage it, right? Mm -hmm. So that's one of the things that you can just kind of continue the conversation after you've had a call with somebody. And um, I'll do that just kind of throughout the day. It's, it's entirely about combining your inbound um, efforts through your content and your engagement. And what most people miss is that if you put a comment on somebody's post, it's considered content. So when you're out there and you're posting, don't just put thanks for sharing or nice post, you know, engage it. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. what that's what's there for, right? Yeah. So put a quality comment because it's going to show up to your network. So I'll try and engage in a good way. Um, and, and mostly my engagement is for the purpose of establishing likability. You know, I just want people, when I get on a call with people, I want people to feel like they already know me. Yeah. You know, and it's because they have looked at my content. They do see how I engage people, you know, and, um, and, you know, anytime you get somebody that's, uh, saying something negative about your content and stuff like that, don't, don't worry about it. Just respond in a good way. I've had a lot of people that have, um, first time I meet with them made mention about some way that I interacted with somebody that's saying something stupid, you know? Um, so that, that increases your likability too, you know, always be positive on the platform. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, that's, that's kind of my process and yeah. it's, it's worked well for me. I combined the, um, I will always be connecting, trying to find good people, quality people that I can actually do business with mm -hmm. that I will go connect with and try and establish relationships on a daily basis in addition to working my inbound demand generation through the posts and, and engagement that I have on the platform. So another yeah. thing that a lot of people do, they don't connect right. You know, they're, they're just accepting any old connection and they're just going after, mm -hmm. you know, they're trying to build up a number. Well, the number doesn't matter if you can't do any business. Right. Mm -hmm. So, and that, that holds true, whether you're trying to find a job, whether you're trying to do your do a business or whether you have a job at some point you may need to find another job or you may need to add value to the current company that you're with so you always want to connect in a good way and with purpose in mind not just kind of willy-nilly i am a linkedin open networker and i'll build up whoever i want mm -hmm. yeah good well, thanks for sharing that. That's awesome. Because I, I know a lot, a lot of people think, well, I'm not going to get on and post. And I always tell people, I mean, post isn't where you build, you know, because I post five days a week, does it? that's not where you build the relationships. It's when you go on somebody else's post or you respond to somebody else's stuff or you go, you know, or you go look at their profile and just message them and say, hey, your your profile picture that you just put up looks awesome you know, or whatever it is, or, or that's, that's where you build the relationship. So posting, if you like, I can't think about what to post. Okay. Well go comment, go yeah, comment, totally. make awful comments. Like you said, and, and do that, you know, yeah, it's absolutely the truth. I mean, you don't, if, if you didn't post at all, but you went out and put 10 comments a day on people's content, 
you're going to, you're going to establish new connections. You're going to mm -hmm. establish new relationships, have the opportunity to uh, take those conversations into your direct messaging. Um, it'll have the same effect and sometimes even more effect than posting your own content. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yep. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So as you're looking at, uh, at the future, what are you, what are you guys, you guys got anything new that's coming out? What's been going on in, in your business? Yeah. Traditionally, um, my company has worked with corporate accounts. So mm -hmm. anything, anybody that any company that has at least sales or three salespeople, We'll, mm -hmm. we will work with them both from a marketing standpoint and a business development standpoint. Um, what we're excited about now, though, is, it, you know, in the process of doing that, we've had a lot of people that are individuals, you know, your solopreneurs, coaches, consultants, small business owners that don't have salespeople come and say, we'd like to work with you. Is there anything you can do for us? And um, so really excited about this um, right here, this 2000 fish product that we just came out with. And yeah. um, the whole concept around there is um, with those corporate accounts, that's kind of a white glove service. We'll do it all for you, right? This 2000 fish product that we're launching is um, we're going to do it with you. Okay. Mm -hmm. We'll take everything that we know about marketing and sales on LinkedIn and we'll give it to you on a monthly basis. We'll walk alongside you. And the 2000 part is if we can put 2000 connections that are part of your target market in your account over the next year, how many of those can we pull into the boat that you can do business mm -hmm. with? Okay. So we provide a ton of amazing resources um, for people. In addition to just walking alongside them month over month, coaching them along, helping them with conversations, helping them with getting in front of people and building their business. So, and, and the price is just nice. Right. It's affordable literally for anybody on the platform. Nice. Mm -hmm. well, that's awesome and exciting too, because you know, it, it is about putting the right people in the boat. Yeah. And, and it's getting those 2000 fish in your pond or whatever you want to call it. And, and going from there so that's that's cool and and uh yeah trying to think if there's any other questions i'm looking through my list here in front of them we got those i think it would just say matthew thanks for the question building relationships he hit that early uh, matthew's a friend of mine out of florida nice. that's that's the thing that that has been so much fun for me and linkedin is just you know the number of people you get to meet and interesting people may not, you know, it's not going to do business with a lot of them, but just interesting people. It's just phenomenal. And, you know, I have um, one of these days I'm going to when when gas won't cost me as much as my mortgage, you know, to yeah. put in my car. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm going to do like, uh, so this guy, Bob Sager, uh, a year ago. Do you know Bob? Yeah. Yeah. Great I've guy. seen him anyway. I've seen him. Yeah, yeah great guy. Um, he had to take a trip to Seattle, actually, because yeah. he has a client in Seattle. And he um, he wasn't, I don't think he was all the way in the East Coast, but he's, he's more East than I am in Kansas City. So he decided, I'm going to go, I'm going to drive there 
And I'm going to stop at all the major cities that I have connections and that I've built relationships with people on LinkedIn. And yeah. he stopped at like 15 different cities all the way going out there and met with people that um, he was connected with and had relationship on LinkedIn. I'm going to do that someday. I'm going to do it. I'm just going to go east to west coast, just stop and make it like a, you know, like a food networking thing mm -hmm. where they go uh, the dinners, drive-ins and dives thing, yeah. you know. Yeah. I'm going to go restaurants and LinkedIn connections. I'm just going to say, I'm going to be in your city. Tell me what the best restaurant is there. We're going to meet there. I'll buy you dinner. Let's, let's meet. Yeah. That'd be fun. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I did it. I did it a few weeks ago when I was in Las Vegas. I met Majid Zafir, a guy that I've met on LinkedIn a couple of years ago. Great guy. We had a wonderful conversation. Yeah. We're going to be talking again, I think next week. That's awesome. So, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's, it's fun. I think that's an awesome thing to do. And, and it is really interesting because you do um, people, you, you feel like, you know, them cause you do to a certain yeah. extent. And uh, it's great to be able to meet them in person. And quite honestly, there, there is no other platform like LinkedIn. Yeah. There's no other platform where you actually establish relationships and have conversations than LinkedIn. And mm -hmm. I, I've got a very good friend that I'm excited to get to meet someday in Spain, you know, that that he and I talk all the time on LinkedIn. I, I've got a guy in South Africa. Wow. I want to go meet someday. England. I mean, all over the world, I've got people that I know and have never met, you yes. know, face to face. So, yes. Yeah, that's that awesome. part of my bucket list. There you go, Monty. Well, it's great to have you on today. We had Monty Clark from Abound Social uh, sharing, just making this the best dang live stream ever. Talking about LinkedIn, talking about Abound Social, some of the things they're doing there, some of the things you've learned over the years in LinkedIn. Uh, I want to thank you for being here, Monty. Hey, my pleasure. I'll do it anytime. All right. Well, thanks everyone for listening. And we will be back next week with another episode. Woo! Next week, we're getting close to the 4th of July holiday. We just got yes. one on, on Tuesday, and then we're taking the weekend off and having a good time. So we will see you next week. Thanks a lot, everyone.